We recently learned that ANZ New Zealand uh, posted a profit of close to $2 billion. And we've now just uh, heard about Westpac uh, posting a, a profit of just over a billion dollars, right? That's up 56% on last year. Um, fair, uh, un, it's reasonable to say that that was partially due to a turnaround in uh, asset impairment charges, but it's a lot of profit being made off the back of us. So uh, we've got Simplicity founder Sam Stubbs, who's called for a banking inquiry after those huge profit announcements, and joins us now. Kia ora, Sam, and thanks for joining us. G'day, James. G'day, Tyler. G'day, Sam. So is it acceptable for us to be in this situation where banks are making huge profits out of basically our money? Yeah, no, no, it's not. I mean, if you look at those profits, so let, let, let's, let's put them into terms that people can understand, right? So mm. the ANZ made $5 million in profit a day. Uh, the Westpac announcement is about $2.7 million a day in profits. So that's about $60 a second for the ANZ, about $30 a second for Westpac. So, you know, the, the, the sector is by far the most profitable in New Zealand by, by a huge margin. And to put that into perspective as well, if you look at the ANZ profits, uh, by the best estimates are that they're about eight times the entire supermarket industry combined in New Zealand. Mm. So they're huge. And they're about 20% more per Kiwi than the equivalent Australian. So yeah, you've got the situation where the banks dominated by four Australian-owned banks here in New Zealand. And those same Australian banks in Australia make less money than, than they do in New Zealand, you know, on a on a per-person equivalent. So something's wrong here, you know, and, how, and it's been this way for a very long time. How do they get away with that, Sam? That figure of they make 20% more out of the Kiwi customers yeah. than they do the Aussies. Does yeah, the regulation yeah, well, just not pick that up in this country? Well, let me ask you a question. Do you know what you paid your bank last year? Oh, a lot of money. I can give you. I right. can't, yeah. But, but here's the interesting thing, eh? You get a power bill or a phone bill that tells you exactly what you paid them mm. every mm. month. Yeah. Is what you paid. Do you get that from your bank? No. You don't, do you? No. So, and, and in fact, if you have a look at, at KiwiSaver, only recently were members told what they were paying in fees every year. But you just don't know how much you're paying your bank. And so, my personal opinion is that the banks thrive on apathy and ignorance. Right? If you don't know. You don't know what question to ask, and if you don't ask the question, you don't find out how much it's costing you. But let's put $5 billion, which is what their profit was just pre-COVID, and we're getting back to those profit levels now again. $5 billion is about $1,000 for every New Zealander, right? It's a huge amount of money. Mm. And, and, and on a per-household basis, it is probably more than you are paying for a whole lot of things like power and phone and so on. So it's it's uh it's it's massively profitable so i i think the reason that they get away with it is we don't understand what we're paying on a on a on a per person basis and i think one of the reasons for these inquiries i mean if you look at the supermarket inquiry why are they looking at supermarkets in new zealand it's because they make a lot of money it's because it's very hard to compete with them and because they've got um uh by and large pretty dissatisfied customers you know in terms of the prices they're paying well look at the banking industry they're making way more money it proves very, very hard to compete. I mean, even Kiwi Bank, which was set up a couple of decades ago now, has not been able to make significant inroads into the banking sector. What's going on there? And you've got very dissatisfied customers. I don't know about you guys, but I don't often run across someone who's delighted with their bank. Mm-hmm. And given how much money they're making, you would think they would have delighted customers. Well, they seem to have very unsatisfied customers. So if you're making that much money, your customers are that unsatisfied and it's so hard to compete. 
it's probably worth an inquiry, particularly as it's such a vital industry for New Zealand. Hey, Sam, let's just go back to basics. What do yeah. banks actually do for us? What are we paying yeah. for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, here's a really simple example. If you've got, you guys got a mortgage? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so basically here's what happens. So the bank goes and gets term deposits, and let's say last year they were paying an average of 1% term deposit. And then what they do is they then lend to you at 3% which was about the average mortgage rate last year. Mm. So the people supplying the money got 1%. You know, a lot of the money, there's some bank shareholder capital there, but a lot of the money is at 1%. Bank adds on 2% and then lends to you at 3 right? Yeah. So a mortgage can seem really cheap at 3%, but actually the bank is making 2 out of the 3% you pay, right? And all they're doing is organising, you know, they're basically acting as, as the... the a broker. The between the person supplying the money and the person paying it, right? Mm. That's how they make money, mate. And if they do that with, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars every year, it ends up being a fortune quickly. Those margins, by the way, are some of the highest margins in the world. New Zealanders have been consistently ripped off in terms of how much money the banks are making um, by doing that. But that's basically how banking operates. And, you know, they used to have checkbook fees and KiwiSaver fees and merchant transaction fees and so on. There's a whole lot of ways of them making money. But fundamentally, why banks lend so much on mortgages, so keen to get your mortgages, is because they can make that money. They can take someone else's $1 and turn it into $3, and $2 is for them. Mm. And the other one they like selling you is KiwiSaver because KiwiSaver fees are so high. You know, the KiwiSaver industry made $576 million in fees last year. Mm. About 80% of that market was dominated by the banks. So, you know, it's a, it's a very, very lucrative industry, and it trades, in my opinion, on ignorance and apathy. And if they're doing that, if they're consistently making that much money, we, sh- we should have the same sort of inquiry we had into banks as we've had with supermarkets. Couple of couple more quick questions, Sam. The first one I've got is we've got, well, this is Simon Powers' um, own words, the acting chief executive of Westpac, that we've got 15 banks to choose from in New Zealand, including building societies. Why can't they yep. compete? Um, and get more business with far better rates than these big Aussie banks offer. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? So it's really interesting, isn't it? It's a very interesting point Simon makes. So why can't they compete? We have to find out, because they can't compete. Because for the longest time, those same four banks, Australian-owned banks, have dominated the market. No one seems to be able to get a competitive competitive foothold in the market, in spite of what it seems like on the outside. It's like the supermarkets may say, hey, listen, there are other suppliers. You can go and buy food from your dairy. You can go and buy it from, you know, the village markets. You can, you know, there's a whole bunch of places you can buy food from. Mm. But the reason they're having the supermarket inquiry is in spite of the so-called choice, there seem to be dominance by a few players. And that's exactly what's happened to banks. And when they had their the banking inquiry in Australia a couple of years ago, which was looking at exactly this issue, they found some extremely embarrassing things for the banks, you know, mm. mispricing of products, selling products to dead people, all, the, all the, the, the sorts of things that were going on. When you get the sort of the hubris and the complacency that comes with having such a dominant market position. Mm. So I think, you know, Simon is technically, technically correct in saying this choice, but, you know, is there really? If it really was choice, why is it so dominated by the same players year in and year out? Here's a naive question, Sam. What it seems to me that the banks are are middle guys, right? They they borrow off the central bank and then lend out to us as customers. Why can't we just get rid of banks and go straight to the, the central bank? 
Well, look, in theory, you could have one monopoly bank, I guess. I mean, if we if we were living under a communist regime, that's what would happen, right? You'd only get the money from the state-owned banks. Mm. Or we could have very strong state-owned, state-backed you know, backed banks. You know, so, 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 so look, we live in a competitive capitalist society, so we allow, you know, we should have competition. But here's an interesting thing. You know, has Kiwi Bank been good or bad for New Zealand? You would think that it's been good, but actually what I think's happened with Kiwi Bank is the government set them up and they kind of stuck them as a one-armed boxer in the ring of four heavyweights. Mm-hmm. They didn't capitalise them well. They made them having to operate out of post office outlets. It's been a very difficult road for Kiwi Bank. They've never given them the money to properly compete and basically, you know, get into the ring and beat up these Aussie banks. So, But, but what that has done is it's given the four Australian banks a perfect excuse because they can go to any politician and say, hey, we're competing against a state-owned bank. But what, but what they're competing against is a weakling. So I think right now what we have with Kiwi Bank is the perfect situation for the big four Aussie banks. They love having a, state, a state-backed competitor, but one, that, but, but one that can't really compete with them. So we either have to get rid of Kiwi Bank and regulate this market or force the Aussie banks to break up and have more competitors, or we need to properly you know, give Kiwi Bank some real muscle to go in and really compete with them. The only thing that I think can beat up the Aussie banks is the state balance sheet. You know, you've got to go in there and be a real heavyweight competitor. Yeah, idea. All right, thanks for your time. Sam Stubbs is the founder of Simplicity, and he's calling for a banking inquiry, and good luck with that.